Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can't start the episode like that, Derek. Come on, yeah, you know better. Yeah, it's a downer. All right, yeah. let's bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah, that's right. Welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 77. It's been a while, I feel like. I don't know, maybe it hasn't. Lucky sevens. Lucky sevens. Mm. No, it has Feels been a good. while. It's been two weeks. Has it's been it? two and a half weeks, yeah. I think, you know, you guys have been, everyone's been patient. It's been a busy, I was away, then Paul was away. I don't know. Derek's been around. I've been waiting for a week for them to come. Derek's back. been sitting yeah. here with his headphones on for for, yeah. for this whole time. But how I'm you like guys a doing? little kid waiting to go out, like That's all right. dressed in my snowsuit. <laughs> well, with the weather that we've been having, maybe you, hopefully you didn't put your snowsuit away yet. Dude, how did that feel going out of your house? Did you guys have snow yesterday? I had we, a we flurry. Had I had a little bit. Yeah. 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 Just mentally, it was just very that depressing sucked. to well, see. It, it's funny because like uh, Dare, uh, Jimmy and Mike Check brought the brought a camper that I bought from Mike up to my property today, and I was yeah. getting alerts on my uh, cameras that are up at the property, and the temperature is on the photos, you mm-hmm. know, because it's a trail camera, and I look at it this morning at like you know it's like eight fifteen this morning, and it's fourteen degrees. Oh, oh that's yeah. and I was like, and I felt so bad because. Mike and I have been I bought like a 30 foot travel camper from Mike and um, I've been trying I I told him I wanted it in like November of last year but since then we got he said all right get the house knocked down first and then we'll bring the camper up because I didn't want the camper to be in the way of the excavation so I got the house knocked down the second week of December and basically since that day there has been snow on the ground in East Durham for yeah. the last three full months. So Mike and I, every time the snow would thaw, we would say, all right, like maybe like next week. And then he'd, he'd have to go into work because Mike's a fireman in, uh, in Queens. So his schedule, once he's at work, he's at work for like four days mm-hmm. or whatever, however many days. So finally, the, like, to, this was like the perfect window. The ground was frozen. And, of course, of all days, I couldn't be there because I had a doctor's appointment that I've been waiting for for like two months. So thank you to Mike and Jimmy for uh, – for taking care of that on a 14 degree morning but 
I'm oh, sick yeah. of this weather. I, yeah. I need the spring. I uh, I had a listen to Jimmy this morning. Mike was bringing it up there, and I had called, and Jimmy was telling me, he said, oh, it's so cold. My hands are frozen. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Put on well, Lowry, like, he works in – it's – it's um. It's got to be such a departure from working in the big shop for him to be working mm-hmm. in the barn where yeah, it's yeah. like beautiful. It's like, oh, a, yeah. you know, like There's... Miami in there with the yeah. heated floor. Like, oh, yeah. He walks I mean, around in his that's got That's and... got to spoil you. Yeah. It's so nice, too, because that radiant heat, it's just so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so even. It's such a nice, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure, Paul, like, I'm sure the heat works pretty good in your shop, but it's not yeah. even. Like, there are spots the floor that still cold. Actually... It's actually pretty warm because the insulation yeah. is so good. But you know what? Oh, the cold true. thing is, is like the floor. Maybe like it's mm. cold with your feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. You, I, I'm surprised how even it is. Like when you turn the heat on, because it blows mm-hmm. pretty hard. Like the 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 furnace pushes air. You could feel it like halfway across the shop, like pretty strong. Mm. Um, but I'm sure I'm like so much of it's wasted because the ceiling's so high. Like if I built a building, I would not build it this high. It's just unnecessary. Yeah, um, it's, there's unless you're gonna put it. I mean, unless you're working on something that is that tall. I mean, but, yeah, it's literally like almost what is it twenty like twenty eight feet like in the middle. Yeah. It's so high. Like I would build yeah. maybe like twenty in the middle yeah. at the and highest. If you did a mezzanine. It's like even yeah, though, even with really a mezzanine on it. Yeah, you could have two ten foot stories, and you know, um, yeah, it's a little much. But it's it's good for now. The insulation's good. I don't. I don't have a height problem down here. <laughs> you have the opposite height problem. Yeah, yeah. Just stays warm. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I had the. Uh, I hadn't been to the shop in a little while, and the last couple times I had been there before Angela and I went away, it was like pretty warm out. So mm. I just, you know, I was like, ah, well, you know, I'll go to the shop, and and you know, it'll be warm in there. But my shop is weird. It's like my shop's a couple days behind the weather. So if it's warm. It takes like four days for it to get warm in the shop. But if it's warm for two days and then cold, it just stays cold. So like in the spring, when it first becomes spring and it gets warm outside, if we get a hot day, my shop's actually like a pretty comfortable, like pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, so the other day I went and it was like I just was sick of being cold. So I just like cranked the heat in every room and just had it like blasting in there. And it was it was so nice, like walking in and out. I was like, man, this is great. And then I kind of like had to snap back into it and be like oh well this is an expensive day (laughs) (laughs) and i like didn't get shit done that day like it was just like you know i was cleaning and organizing and nothing really uh nothing really got done all i all i was really up to the last time i was in the shop was finishing up uh finishing up the banshee um the the roller the roller cage that thing's really cool yeah so it's funny so it's so weird and 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 I can't figure out what happened and I I don't think it's the powder. So like so when I built it, right? I built it like in sections. I put the tabs on the bike and then I welded the cage to it. So there was like tension in it. There has to be, right? There's always like mm-hmm. when you weld something like that when you take it off, there's obviously like some kind of post tension in it. So he took it off to get powder coated. And I said and then he called me after it got powder coated cuz he couldn't get it back on. He's like, dude, I'm like trying everything. I'm like breaking bolts. I'm trying to stretch it and flex it. I goes, I can't get it to bolt back on. And I go, when you took it off, did it like snap back? Like as soon, you know, because sometimes you even take the bolts out of something, yeah. it like immediately like bounces. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, dude, I took the bolts off and I like literally just lifted the cage off of it. He said it had no tension in it, no resistance, nothing. 
Wow. So I'm like, was there possibly just tension in the tube and the 450 degree powder oven released wow. it and sh- and made it flat? Was it too like, big possible. or too small? Well, it was it was Yeah, did the circle it, shrink it, up or did it expand? That's a good question. It's it um it shrunk actually because when we put it back on, right? There's there's basically three points where it mounted, the front, the back, and the middle. Uh-huh. And what he was trying to do was bolt the front and the back and then bolt the middle. And when he would bolt the front and the back, you would have to stand on the supports in the middle to try to stretch them down. But because oh. there's so much strength in that arc, he couldn't get it to stretch. So what I told him was, no, you have, to do it. you have to do it from the front to the back. So you have to do the front, then the middle, and then the back because the edges of the arc can move in, you know, but mm, the top of yeah. the arc can't crush. Done, so yeah. he, he like, called me Sunday morning. He was going to, like, a ride out, like, with all these crazy wheelie guys. And he calls me, like, 9 a.m. Sunday morning. And he goes, dude, I've spent the last, like, two and a half hours trying to get this thing on. He goes, I keep breaking bolts. He goes, I have a bolt snapped off inside the frame. I'm like, dude, what's going on? Uh, and so, it right? I mean, it must have been from the oven, mm, from the power. It's possible. So and I've, never, I've never seen that before. Mm. Um, it, was really, it was really tricky. We had to use clamps and a bar to get it to flex back into place. Mm. Um, it was, like, super annoying. I was really frustrated. And I could tell, like, he was pretty annoyed by it, too. And I was like, you know, I was kind of looking at him like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you, I didn't do this. You know, like, when yeah. I built it, it worked out fine. Hey, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. Who knows? They literally, cool. they could have dropped it at the powder grading place. Like, you never know what could have happened. You're right. Yeah. Like, and it bent it a little caught, bit. Like, Chris, how much was it? Caught. Yeah. Like on the conveyor belt, because they hang and it goes mm-hmm. through the oven. It could have caught something and, like, yeah. stretched I mean, it, it. Dude, if it moved a half an inch, it would have been enough to fuck it up, right? It had, yeah. Uh, well, it had eight. It had two, four, uh, ten, ten bolting points. I mean, if you fuck one of those up by an eighth of an inch, it translates yeah. the whole thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's 12 bolting points over five and a half feet. So, like, yeah. one mm. mistake on one end can make yeah. a huge mistake on the other end. Anyway... But it came out cool. I mean, I, it's, it's yeah. a riot watching him do it. Dude, I saw the kid flip on his side. Oh, I was, and then I he stuck his like, hand out under the... I'm like, I thought his hand was going to get crushed. Yep. Dude, I felt That's sick when reaction. I saw that. I felt sick when I saw that. It was so and, bad. And I just read an article on... Uh, you guys follow this Instagram. It's called Fieldcraft Survival. No. no. It's like... I don't know. It's, I don't know why I started following him. Like, they must have posted something that I was It's like a bunch of weirdos like, that walk around with no shoes and eat, like, raw meat. No, it's more like it started with like outdoor like kind of tips like, oh, if you're like stranded, do this or whatever. Maybe I don't know. There must have been something cool on it. They posted a video of a body camera clip from a cop who or I don't know if it was a cop or somebody responded to a rollover of a Polaris where the person's arm had been amputated by the roll. What a slingshot. The Polaris. No, a Polaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what Jimmy has almost. Oh, 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 oh. Like a razor, you know? So, like, she rolled it, and the cage, she stuck her arm out, and the cage, you know, severed her arm off. And and whoever was there was smart enough to put a tourniquet on it, like, right away. And that was, like, the point of the article was, like, you know, like, if you lose a limb, you bleed out in, like, 90 seconds or something like that, you know? That's why What's-His-Name keeps one on his belt loop at all times. (laughs) <laughs> which uh, oh Alec, Alec and Will yeah they always oh, yeah. have tourniquets well I mean yeah. I told you guys I talked about it in the podcast once about that knife maker uh, in England 
um, who who died, and nobody knows what. Oh happened. yeah, somebody you said, said that. that. It was a somebody said that he had a horrific accident with his buffer, like that was what I had uh-huh. seen on like the forums, and it's like. I mean, you never know if he hit his like femoral artery or like if he was making a chef's knife and the thing got him in the thigh. If he oh. didn't have a tourniquet, I mean, you'd just bleed out. God, you go into shock. You, when you told that, I I told the story about the bobber in Boston. He mm-hmm. fell. They had it on video. He fell and stabbed himself right in the heart. Oh. It was right across the street from Mass General Hospital. And if it wasn't, he would have been dead. Yeah. Jesus you know? Christ. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that is a little scary. Up by Jimmy is like, you know. Uh-huh. Getting to a hospital in case of emergency, like you got to wait for the girl behind the counter at the milk run to hop in the ambulance <laughs> to and drive you yeah. to Albany. It's like who's even available to, to demand the ambulance up there? You know what I'm once saying? Once you get to Albany, I know Derek's yeah. been to. Uh, I know Derek's been to Albany. I'm sure it's not a phenomenal world. hospital. Yeah, you know, well, it's funny because it, two things. So. When me and Jimmy were talking about that, he brought up there's a woman, it's a doctor that me and Jimmy follow. She does constructive hand surgery, reconstructive hand surgery. Mm. And he was saying that that's her like biggest thing in the springtime. She says people crushing their hands on roll bars of uh, quads oh, and stuff like shit. that. Because that's why Jimmy's always screaming, don't hold on to the roll bar. Because yeah. people do it like in Jeeps. And, you know, growing up, one of our friends, that's what he did. He, uh, oh. he got a crushed his arm, but uh, it's just oh. it's just crazy. But, you know, it, I will say up by Jimmy, it's uh, they do have um, the Green County uh, Ambulance Service. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, they're always out and about. And oh, they, really? They, oh, that's good yeah, to hear. Yeah, and they have, like, um, like Ford Expeditions, and they have um, – what's it called the helicopter that lands right mm-hmm. next to jimmy's house so that always made me feel better that that helicopter yeah right there you know better hope the helicopter's did fueled any... up oh yeah if oh, you yeah. need you might it not be able to talk about it derek but did any was there any anybody get hurt filming the show no no nobody did but it was funny not funny but one day the helicopter landed and two of the camera crew um their wives went for this long ride up into the mountains and uh and somebody, they didn't get killed, but I think it was like, I think one person did get killed. It was a two-car accident, and they couldn't get in touch with their wives, and they were worried about them. And so everybody oh. was nervous. Oh, oh I get what you're saying. So two, people, two people's yeah. wives had taken off, and nobody knew yeah. where they were. Oh. Yeah, they couldn't get in touch with them. But, oh, yeah, well, we were there one time. They, yeah, the helicopter had to land and stuff. It was quite quite a sight, you know. But uh, I saw it land but there no, nobody got hurt. Yeah, yeah. nobody got hurt. It was amazing. Thank God. Hopefully this is season two. We can try, but yeah, you no, guys could like see if Graz fits in the yeah. in the giant uh, yeah, in the giant Nutcracker. Graz. I yeah. so I I hadn't watched um, the boat episode. Yeah, that was the yeah, only one that I hadn't yeah. watched. Yeah, and then uh, Angela and I watched it while we were like driving across one of the states when we were on yeah. our trip. We yeah. like put it on the iPad. That yeah. fucking boat was yeah. incredible. It was the guitar amazing. boat. Yeah, that was the most impressive thing. Yeah. Of, of the show yeah. to me like yeah. the, the the soccer shoe car was really cool yeah. Yeah. but like it to me it was like built on top of like yeah. a, a thing yeah this uh, amazing this the, yeah. the the guitar boat yeah. was my favorite thing yeah that was it, a, a, i think incredible. it was pretty much ours it was that came together so quick me and jimmy we did the body of the guitar and it like we were done like instantly it was so fast we built that thing and it came out like perfect and then Jackman did that neck out of the, um, it was like butcher block or whatever. Dude, that thing was so heavy. 
and mm-hmm. we were like yeah it's, it's funny because like people like goofing on jack with the math and everything like he legit like figured out the math for that thing and he's like this thing will float it's no problem because we, we were gonna do if we had to we we're gonna put, put like a steel rod on the head of it with a buoy underneath it to hold the front of it up but mm-hmm. like we all like stood on the edge of it you couldn't even like try to tip that thing over like you it was huh. it, the thing wasn't going over it was amazing not one drop of water in it either yeah and and you guys filled the bottom of it like with epoxy and it like filled all the holes which i thought was like a great yeah great yeah, idea yeah it was really cool we took it and it was like it, there was only like two sheets on the bottom and then we put a strip across it and it was glued so it was like you know that was tight like that and then we um poured epoxy in the bottom of the boat so like it will drip out any like screw holes or anything like that and then in the front we poured all that flotation foam so like it had plenty of foam in it and everything like that and then it was just grass and patness so we didn't care if it sunk (laughs) you know it's just them two so it was like you know it would have been uh (laughs) i mean how deep was that pond? Did you, I feel like it would oh, have sunk deep, like deep enough that you wouldn't want to be in it. A hundred percent. Like it's probably like six feet deep, uh, like of just oh. muck, you know. But what was crazy is like we had no idea how it was going to behave. Like we, of like course. that. I, I, I must have a picture of the setup. That was like the most impressive setup reveal because everything was always like in Jimmy's yard and stuff. So it was kind of like the same looking you know mm. but that reveal we took over that whole person's yard so they had camera 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 all around it they had drones up in the air they had cameras in the trees they had everything and they end up having to shut down um whatever route that is like eight not 81 that, that little it's like an yeah. access road yeah, yeah I and forget it, what it was it's called it was the coolest thing because people would be driving by and you know you only see it for a split second, and you see a double take, like a You're double like, take, the- double take. <laughs> then you see the same car going by, and like they were in the boat, so we were kind of enjoying like the whole filming process. And then finally, they had to block traffic, and people were pissed. And we had the um, like production assistant Katie and Luke, like the most mild mannered people out there. And like some guy got out of his truck, and it was so funny, like. They were like, enough is enough. And this guy, he had like, you know, like the gun racks with the American flags in the back. Like he was like real hot, <laughs> like ready to like kill somebody. And they're like, okay, cut, we're done. And they're like, okay, let the cars go. So then the guy had to get back in his truck. But yeah, people were pissed. But that was awesome, that film, filming that. That was really so good funny. One. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Angela and I are like thinking about going to Venice uh, mm-hmm. in the spring, in like the early summer. So uh, we were looking up pictures of Venice, and um, there's a picture that we found uh, where somebody made a violin. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen seen that? that. Yeah, I've seen that. It's awesome. And it was so funny because we had to do, like, a double take. Like, somebody built – I mean, this thing is like a yacht, though. I mean, like, what you guys made is nice, but this thing looks like – yeah. a actual like playable violin yeah and it's not set up like the way you guys did it where you where they sat in it it's basically just a giant raft yeah that looks like a violin and there's a string quartet standing on it Whoa. floating down like the the rivers in uh in venice and it was just so funny because we're looking up venice and angela goes wait a second because we had just watched the episode of the guitar and she's like yeah. look at this i was like oh my yeah. god yeah 
Yeah, we were like, you know, so all that stuff, everybody asks, everything's locked up in like secure storage. That's what and, Angela kept asking. Yeah, and like we're wondering, like, you know, what's going to happen to that stuff? You know, it's, um, you know, we really hoped like Netflix would be excited about it and it would end up like in their lobby or something. You know, really the only things I think the guitar that are really cool <laughs> is, the, is, is the guitar boat and the dinosaur. Like, those are really. Yeah. Really cool. I mean, the guitar, like, I'm sure, like, we could hang it from Jimmy's, like, sailing or something like that. But it would be a shame to see it destroyed. You know, Jimmy's always like, oh, we'll fucking smash him and burn him. But, you know, <laughs> that's just his tough talk, you know. I think, you know, it, it would be, I'd be heartbroken to see that destroyed. You know, I'd love well, to yeah, see I, it on display somewhere. And isn't somebody right near Jimmy opening, like, a venue of some kind, like a music venue? That one that's, like, in the woods? Did you guys, uh, you ever been by that? Jimmy no. took me by it once. It's like, it, like he did like a sign for it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Something. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a camp. Like he's making yeah. it like a venue. Like it'd be like yeah. hang it from the trees. Yeah. You know, like imagine yeah. like pulling into like a music venue oh, and the there's Black like a 30 we'll foot guitar. The Blackthorn, yeah, because yeah, at the Blackthorn, some drunk we'll guy will climb cracker. into the trees and yeah. sit in it. Yeah. The Nutcracker would be good at the, be Black good at the Blackthorn with the fire yes. and everything. That would be yeah. appropriate. It's Well, they already have like uh, something similar to it, so they'd love it. I mean, it'd be perfect. Yeah. I think they'll take anything. Yeah. Why not? So that's fun. What have you been up to, Paul? Other than I, we see you're you're dipping your car in a Vaporus. How's that going? Yeah, I uh, dipped my car. I was in uh, Florida, my favorite state. Oh, the Florida man. Um, it's just the worst. <laughs> I have to. I think I have to it's, go on Tuesday of next week. You do? It's just a horrendous one state. Day. I don't want to. Um, but it does have like one of the best restaurants I've ever been to. It's Which unbelievable. Restaurant? I think I told you about it, Palm Beach Grill. Oh, Palm Beach Grill. It's so good. It, it's unreal. Like, the place is booked. Like, you can't, you just cannot get a reservation. Like, the only mm-hmm. way to get in is you, like, go at, before 5 o'clock when it opens, and you have to, like, run to the bar and, like, get a seat at the bar. Or, like, they have high tables. But, mm-hmm. like, the food is so good. It's not, like, crazy, like, gourmet food. It's a really fancy restaurant, and, like, the collective net worth at any given time is probably, like, close to a billion dollars in this restaurant, like, of all the people that are in it, because it's, like, mm-hmm. stupid, wealthy, you know, old Palm Beach people, but, yeah. I mean, like, Everybody they have, like, one of the things, income tax. one of the thing. oh, shit, what it's all right, we're good. Oh. This is a schedule. This is, this is scheduled. Had, uh, uh, this is scheduled. This is scheduled disruption. Keep going. Um, so, like one of the, my we one of my favorite. Couldn't afford to have Derek for the whole episode. So, uh, yeah. He's well, taking, he's a big star he's, now. He's leaving for a couple minutes. He, He'll never listen to this. We didn't have like so. the SAG insurance. Like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but anyway, like one of the best things is like this hot dog that they have on the menu, the and dog. it's like it's a homemade hot dog, like with a homemade poppy seed bun with chili and like ketchup and mustard and shoestring fries and you get like a deviled egg on the side of it it's so good like that's the only good thing about florida other than that i I can't stand being there it's 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 horrible (laughs) it's like completely artificial like everywhere you go is like man-made like the plants the the roads Mm -hmm. there's concrete everywhere the roads are like seven lanes wide it's just nothing but shopping centers and gated communities it's like a freak show I hate it. Oh my god! It's totally flat. 
Yep. It's totally flat. It's hot as shit. Was it hot when you were down there? Is it? It was actually the weather was actually perfect, which is like the one nice thing about it. Um, it was like seventy five degrees and sunny every single day. That's nice. When when we went in January, it was terrible. It was cold and rainy. It's oh, that sucks. And then there's no point in going there if it's cold and rainy. It's like they have nothing left. I know it was terrible. And and then. Angela, it was the only time that Angela came down with me. Yeah. And it was just, so, the weather was horrible. And then I got food poisoning. It was terrible. It was like the worst. She says, she says it all the time. It's the worst vacation she's ever gone on. Oh God. And, um, and, uh, so now I, I think I have to go, we have, uh, we have some work going on down there next week and, um, they want me to go down. So I'm thinking I'm, the work is hopefully being scheduled for Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try to fly down Tuesday morning and I'll have like a day and then I'll be there Wednesday and then I'm going to fly home Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in and out. Um, cause I got to go to the Dominican in a couple weeks too. Oh, and boy. in the Dominican, dude, it's like, it's, it's like 80 degrees every day still in the Dominican. Like wow. it, just, it never got cooler. It, <laughs> and it rains every day. I get a, Does I it get really? an update. Yeah. I get an update from my guys. They're like, this is the rainiest season we've had in so long. Oh and boy. Like, it sucks. It nice. sucks. I'm like, yeah. So oh, there we go. He's back. Um, so, Why was yeah. I gone? How many How many days were you in Florida, Paul? Um, like six days. I cut it short. I had to. I had to leave. I was maybe couldn't five, six days. I couldn't take it anymore. I was supposed to stay like a little longer. I'm like, get me a flight out of here. <laughs> um, we're gonna start hanging on to the wheels. Hanging on to the wheels of the airplane as it takes oh off. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I shit myself in a FedEx box to to <laughs> to get out of there. And the best is I was watching that movie of about Boeing on the plane of like oh, the I Boeing planes that. crashing. It was oh, wild god. what they did. Like it was bad. Like did it show Tyler at all? Or? Oh, dude! Poor I Tyler. saw him on the assembly line. I saw him putting no, in you rivets. Didn't. No, I'm kidding. You're lying. Um, can you imagine if I did? <laughs> No, Tyler was the one who who created the problem. He 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 pro. He mis- <laughs> Don't I'm just kidding. Tyler. I'm just Tyler's kidding. Tyler's like the nicest kid. On his neck. I know. I brought it up to Tyler once, and he was like, yeah, yeah. it was a bad time. You know what? And I could just see, like, in his eyes, he was like, you could tell. He was like, yeah, it was not Yeah. Good. Things were bad. Yeah. I mean, but he, it, he loves that company. It's it like, was yeah. interesting because for years and years and years, Boeing was like, they talked to all the old employees. They were like, it was the best place to work. And then mm-hmm. I think in the late 90s, or maybe the early 2000s, they merged with some other company. And they did the typical corporate cut expenses, cut slashing. back on people, yeah. cut back mm-hmm. on quality. You know, we just want the stock to, to perform well. And that's when all that shit started happening. And an Airbus came out with a plane, and they wanted to compete with a more fuel-efficient plane. So they took like a 40-year-old plane and then just slapped these big engines on it, these big fuel-efficient engines. And they called it like the 737 Max, and they had to put this system in the plane to prevent it from from stalling. So basically, um, like the the so if the plane because of the added weight, it threw off the balance of the plane a little bit. So they put this system in that they didn't even let let pilots know about because if they told pilots about it, they would have had to retrain all the pilots on simulators, mm-hmm. and that would have cost a ton of money. They didn't want that to be the case. So they didn't even tell anybody, you know, they just had 
the, the acronym written in the manual. No one even knew what it meant. Um, and what was happening was there was like an um, angle of attack sensor, which is like how, you know, aggressively the plane's pointing up mm-hmm. into the air. Um, and that sensor, if it failed, would trip this safety feature to bring the nose of the plane down. Because if it was, you know, increasing an elevation mm-hmm. too much, if it, if it had too aggressive of an angle of attack... On it its could, vertical ascent. It, it so could it was stall. Like tipping it down. Yeah, I so it was see. tipping it down. But what oh, happened no. was the sensor malfunctioned, and it was flying perfectly straight, and the sensor was telling the plane that it was tilted too far up, and it was t- pulling the plane down. And oh, the God. pilots were fighting to bring the nose of the plane up. And the sensor, they literally, they had one sensor. Like, they had pilots on that that were like, how could you have a critical system on a plane with only one point of failure like it was insane and they just like kept saying all the planes are safe and then it happened again and this time the pilots did what they were supposed to do like the boeing said this is what you need to do if the system goes off they did it and it didn't work and they crashed again it was like insane yeah, um, I mean you joke around about it, but can you imagine? Because you got to realize in that part of the like country, hundreds of people died. Are, yeah, and those people like it's generations that were. Oh, that Boeing. Were like, yeah, you know, it was like yeah, the, all like of Seattle. Like they, yeah, like yeah. they live for that company, and it's got to be devastating to know. Oh like, yeah, you know you 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 know help build that plane. You know it's it's got to be tough. You know it's got to be like just crazy you know emotional like it's got to be a weird type job you know yeah i mean yeah yeah, i i seen a thing on that before about that how that happened and and it was it was it's crazy you know because like you say those planes they have so many redundancies you know yeah i I was watching i watch like the dumbest things on youtube and there's this guy he's a (laughs) pilot and he shows you like the startup checklist for like a 747 it's unbelievable. Oh, like, my God. It's like 25 minutes long, and it's basically just two guys like, you know, switch this, switch this, switch this, switch this. And it's like they know it all, but they check everything, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's just amazing, you know, like that they do it, you know, and how they do it, you know. It's just, but that's how they do it, you know. And that's why it still is so safe, you know, even though everybody's terrified. It's like the people who admit they're terrified to fly and everybody else who's still terrified, they just don't admit it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I came in for a landing, like, on the way home, and I'm like, this land, this, this landing's a little scary. Like, I could feel, like, yeah. the thing bouncing, like, a little harder than it should. I'm like, what if this thing, like, spins out and crashes at the end of the yeah. runway? Well, that's it's like it happens. My you sister didn't, was you didn't watch this didn't movie while that. you were on Dude, the airplane. Dude, I watched the movie about planes crashing while I'm flying home. And I felt bad because there was some <laughs> real, like, <laughs> weird guy next to me who was, like, ordered just tomato juice he, to drink he, he ordered a parachute and then he was, he was coming like back from rehab 100%. dude he was like hiding 100%. he was like an old guy and he was he was he would throw his like sweater up over his head and like be tucked under his sweater and then he got up and sat the guy was nuts he sat up in the and i'm i'm by the i'm in the front row thinking i'm going to be with you know Higher somebody of class, upper, somebody of class. I got this freak next to me who goes up and sits in the um, <laughs> freaking flight attendant seat, oh, and the like flight attendant's like the flight uh. attendant was in the bath, and he comes and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "This is my seat," and he made the guy go sit back next to me. I'm like, "What's going on here?" 
And then, anyway, I just, you know, I, I you just can't like, learn. Me and Jimmy are flying to England, you know, going to make a central. And I'm like, let me see how much. I get Jimmy's credit card to book the tickets. Oh. Let, let me see how much the first class tickets are. Like, maybe I'll just buy them. It was yeah. like, like $17,000 each. I'm like, yeah. what? holy shit. Yeah, That's my, like friends just, my friends just went to Rome and, and they. Uh, my sister they... just flew her whole family first class. That's yeah, insane. You could spend a yeah. hundred grand. Oh, yeah, crazy. my friend who's a flight attendant just flew to Rome, and they got you know disc. They get you know discounted seats. Mm-hmm. They fly st- standby rates, so they got first class tickets for seventy dollars each each way because they're standby. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know she looked up the value of the tickets to buy them new, and they were seventeen thousand each yeah. round trip. Yeah, it's funny because that's what Max goes. He's like, how oh, come? Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. His co- has a cousin his age. How come they get to fly first class? I'm like, first of all, they have the money, and second of all, it's like, you know, my sister's like, we're claustrophobic. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you're still on a you're still in a uh, a metal cigar tube, yeah, like hurling around the planet. Yeah, yeah. like it doesn't matter where you're sitting. You know, mm-hmm. like you ain't getting out. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I do get the more and more I think about it, I get. If you have the money, why you'd want to fly private? It eliminates all of the torture oh, of the airports. When me, and, when me and Jimmy just flew to Atlanta, we're both pre-screened. Yeah, we got like almost cavity searched on the way down there. It's oh, it's crazy! Ridiculous. And my, my know, belt and everything set the the thing off, and I'm like, this is nuts. They're going through everything. Then workbench con. They give us friggin' those uh, straps, those ratchet straps, steel buckles, steel things. Guys, like, yeah, undo everything. Uh, I'm like, this is crazy. I checked my bag coming back from WorkbenchCon because I was like, I don't want to deal with it. Never again. I don't know who does their gift bags, but they don't have a brain. Dude, did you guys see? I just saw a thing on Instagram. There was a trip. It might have even been JLC, the one in Rhode Island you just went to, Derek. Yeah. I guess Milwaukee was giving out saw blades, and there was videos of all these guys oh, losing their saw blades God. on an airplane because they would get to security. They'd be like, "You can't yeah. bring this, even if yeah. it's in a package." You oh, can't bring a fucking yeah. dude, circular it, saw blade it's, on it's, the airplane. The people traveling are, are, are just, you know, so yeah. dumb. Like the best is when they get a gun. It's well, like, that's you know what. If blade, I was the dictator, the gun, it's like yeah. I would just be putting people. In jail, just for acts of stupidity, because I'm like, this person, if they're not, if they don't kill someone now, someone they're gonna kill someone like in the future, like yeah. because just the things people do are so insane. Like anyone that thinks yeah. you could bring a knife or a gun in an airport, it's like, I don't know, dude. I watched a guy in Westchester dude. with a full size suitcase, a humongous suitcase, must have weighed sixty pounds. He thought he was gonna roll it on the airplane as a carry on. The guy at the, at the yeah. gate. It's like, where where are you going with that? He's like, it's my carry-on. He's like, that's not a carry-on. He's like, I take yeah. it every time I fly. And the guy's like, there's no way you take say. that. He's like, there's that's no way. It wasn't even a duffel bag. It was like a hard suitcase. To check. Now, because no, the carry-ons, like how you, they get the ones that expand and everything. Yeah. And they made Olivia check hers. 
Because it, it is, it's crazy. Because I remember, you know, you used to have to put your carry on in that thing. Nobody does that. So now everybody's got a carry on, a and backpack, a and personal a item, pocketbook. You know, and it's like it is a bit much, and nobody checks anything. Like before, nobody would ever take just a carry on. Now that's all mm-hmm. everybody takes. You it's know? too expensive. I mean, I people don't want to want to spend the money. What I was going to say was when I was in Hawaii, right? We had to fly between the islands. In the mm. same moment in security. Angela and I witnessed like just two like baffling events. So like there was this, so this, this old man in like with clothes falling off of him goes through the security thing. They open his bag. They're like, sir, what's in your bag? He's like, I don't know. They pull out a fucking, you know what a jab saw is? Like a drywall saw with like a sharp pointy end. They pull out a jab saw and the, and the, the, the TSA, (laughs) CSA guys holding it like this, like from the very tip. And he's like, Sir, you can't fly with this. He goes, okay, you keep it. He goes, I don't want it. He's like, okay. He's like, what do you want to do with it? He goes, I don't know, just throw it out. I'm like... Now, so- to me, jail. Like, instantly jail. <laughs> like, there, you know, because... The first time I Well, no, no, let me finish. So, oh, so yeah, right go ahead, after go ahead. that, right after that, this other dude starts a fight with the TSA agent. And oh, he goes, God. he goes... Uh, he looks at him. He's like, like, uh, like he says, like, don't touch my shit or something like that. And the guy's <laughs> like, sir, I have to search your bag. He goes, yeah, I bet you do. And he starts arguing with him. And then he goes, and then he says to the TSA guy, he goes, you know what? Why don't we take it outside? And he goes, oh, sir, you can't threaten me. He's like, no, if you think you're a tough guy, why, why don't, don't we take, we take it, outside? it outside? And I'm I like, mean, and me and Angela are like, is this fucking really happening? So then yeah. they start going on their radios, and then all of a sudden, like the cops come yeah, out from everywhere, out and, and they're like, they're like, not only are you not flying today, sir, but you're going to jail because you're that's great. Me. That's great. And, and and but he didn't stop. He was still like, oh yeah, you're a tough guy. You're a tough guy. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Sebastian Maniscalco has the best bit on airports. Everyone should should after they finish this podcast, go watch that because he's a hundred percent right with everything he says. Like, he's talking about the TSA and, like, everyone else. Every other country he goes to, it's like there's military there. They got mm-hmm. machine guns. Yeah. He's like, you come here, and it's like the TSA or, like, you, you just got to watch. I can't do it justice. You have to watch yeah. the bit. I've I mean, seen that one. It's so good. I saw him on Saturday Oh, night. shit. It was great. How was it? It was It was so funny. Derek, uh, I, I want to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. And he, it's funny. He said something, like you said, Paul, he goes, he's like talking about COVID and he goes, you know, one of the things I realized as I got older and through COVID, he goes, is that he goes, I'm claustrophobic. He goes, and he looks out at the crowd and he goes, see what you guys are all doing right now. You're sitting next to people. You don't even know. He's like, I'm not doing that yeah, shit anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. ever again. <laughs> he's like, I can't be. He goes, if I, if I got to fly, I can't have anybody next to me. So like, you can do that. You can buy the whole row. Yeah, you can buy all the seats, and you just click a box that says Dude, "I'm buying additional seats for myself." He's flying private, that guy. Oh yeah, I'm well, sure it, he is. it's funny. So when we just booked the tickets, I we had to change the flight, and I call him. The guy goes, "Oh, he goes, um, he goes, oh, flying to England." He goes, "You don't want to pick seats next to each other." He goes because it's a big plane. He goes, you want to be one seat apart. Uh, he goes, nobody, nobody in between. He goes, you. nobody picks a seat in between two people. Oh, uh, that go, makes oh, sense. That's a good trick. And he goes, and then if somebody does, you just say you want to sit next to your friend. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know. So, so I, I like, watched oh, a, a video on that about if you um, a strategy for getting a whole row to yourself is to buy the middle seat. 
Mm. Because if somebody goes on and buys goes to buy their flight and there's, you know, a middle seat like and they don't want to sit next to somebody, they'll just look for something else. Like they're yeah. that's the last row they're gonna pick. That yeah. makes you know, sense. They're gonna try to yeah. find somebody that's sitting on the aisle or the window and they're gonna yeah. pick the opposite. Yeah. yeah. And um and it was interesting and some guy who flies all the time had like shared his results. Like, oh I flew forty times last year and like, you know, six times somebody sat next to me, but all the other times I was yeah. like by myself. Yeah. I don't know. I when I fly on, on JetBlue, I I always try to like sit up in the front. But since I have to work on my laptop, if you pick the front seat, you can't put your laptop in front of you. You got to put it above your head, which mm. involves having to get up in the middle of the flight. So I always go for the second. I always mm. go for the second row. Yeah. I got a whole strategy. Yeah, I was you have to when you fly time, this much. The last time we flew, the last two times we flew uh, to England, it was the big plane. It was like the two-story one there, mm-hmm. and that's nice. We flew over there. There's only 180 people on it, and it seats, wow. se- it seats 750. 750 wow. so 750 people? 750 people, yeah. Oh, it was my crazy. God. Yeah, it was, um, I forget what size it was. It was two stories. It was one of those A380s, Airbus? Yeah, yeah. It was Shout huge. out Airbus. And, and then, um, <laughs> sorry, Tyler. And then, um, <laughs> listen, you gotta be safe out there. Yeah, on these yeah that's right. And, uh, and it was unbelievable. It was like, it was like a ghost town. It was like nobody in the thing. It was absolutely amazing, you know? Yeah, but, I love uh, that's that. cool. But this one, it's not that big, but it, it's a big plane. That's what's good about flying to Europe. It's like usually a nice big plane, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think when I flew to England, I just went by myself. I don't think I flew with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we flew to, um, remember when we flew to Chicago, Paul, and the flights yeah. got fucked up? Oh, all, yeah. I think I don't think any of us sat next to each other. Yeah, dude. My mother tried to smuggle in a full-size bottle of Clorox <laughs> in my carry-on. And, oh, that's great. Um, dude, <laughs> in the, se- the security, it. the TSA lady opens up my bag. She's like, you can't fly with this. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, and I didn't even know it was in there. I go, Jesus Christ. I go, that's my mother. She goes, oh, he's blaming his mother. I'm like, it wasn't me that put this shit in here. It's like, oh, my God. Well, that's I mean, reminded me of what I was going to say earlier. The first time after I flew after 9-11, I get through security. And I'm sitting there. And this lady beside me, like sitting just at the terminal, she pulls out this long nail file, a metal one. Oh. And I'm like. <laughs> oh shit she's gonna and file like, her nails i'm like am or i gonna, she gonna shank I, the pilot well that's what i'm like if i say something they're gonna like clear the whole terminal because like a weapon went through security i'm like i think i could take this lady you know yeah. it's like it's like i could beat her up but uh another time i was waiting for samantha when she came back from new zealand and this guy gets up and he leaves a suitcase and i'm like huh oh that's, that's weird and it's the international terminal and i'm like huh like, if they're going to bomb something, like, that's what they're going to bomb, mm-hmm. right? So I said to Christina, I'm like, let's go over here. She's like, what's yeah. that? I said, somebody just left a suitcase there. She's like, oh, my God, you got to worry about every goddamn thing. You know I what? Said, you do. Just shut up. I says, let's go over here. So we go over around. Dude, no lie. Two minutes later, about 10 cops, they came out of nowhere, all in black suits, three dogs, that's they had good. That thing in two seconds. They should. They, yeah. yeah, one of them was pulling like a, it was like a barrel on wheels. It was like locked. It was like had a hatch. They picked it up with a stick, put it oh, right wow. in the barrel, and locked it up. It ended up not being nothing. This lady comes out. She's like, "Did anybody see my suitcase?" I'm like, this <laughs> "I'm like, she Jesus is fucked." Christ. But I was like, "Why would you do like that?" That was like, I mean, Samantha's been out of college for two years, so that was like. 
you know, she was, it was like six, five years ago, you know, four years ago, whatever. It's like, mm. I don't know. People are like, people are stupid. Like, it, yeah. like you said, it's like, I don't know. Well, I, I, I have one more airport story. Oh I This is the airport I, episode. Yeah. I got, um, I got um, global entry and they did. I don't know if I if I uh, I might have mentioned I might have told you guys this. So I, I think did you global told entry me. and and mm-hmm. they do a interview at the airport to get global entry, right? So I go mm-hmm. into like the global entry like zone, right? And it's all TSA like you know agents. Everybody's mm-hmm. like they got the the rifle on the chest and shit. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, we just have to go in this room to do the to the uh, the interview. Cavity and I'm like, okay. True. He goes, you can leave your bag out there. And I'm like. You sure? He's like, yeah, it's fine. Nobody's going to touch it. I go, I'm not worried about anybody stealing it. I go, I'm worried about somebody thinking it doesn't belong here. He goes, no, it's fine. So the whole time I'm like in the interview, I'm like looking over my shoulder because I can see my bag. If my bag is just in the middle of like the TSA high security area, just sitting by itself. I'm like, this is when someone comes over and goes like. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, why? And then I'm thinking like. I know he told me I could leave it, but why did I? You know what? I kept thinking yeah. the whole time yeah. I was going to have to jump up and be like, no, 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 no. And it wound up being fine. Maybe that was, I was a like, security if, test you know, that's... he wanted to see. <laughs> and maybe yeah, he was, he was testing he you. Just yeah. he'd, rather, he'd rather the bomb blow up out there than yeah. in his little room yeah, that he took me true. in to interview yeah, me. That's true. But anyway. Oh, crazy. Derek, have you been making anything? Oh, your dartboard case is done. Yes, I did the dartboard case. It came out beautifully, and it's funny. I um, I I bought a hanger for it, and I had a hanger for the back of it, and I wrap it all up. I put it in the woman's cot, and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't take a picture of this thing. I says, let me get it back. I said, bring it in. I bring it back in. I unwrap it. I take all the pictures it. of it. I know where this I, is going. No, I, no, that's what I'm like. I, I'm like, I know I'm going to drop this thing. So I wrap it back up. I put it in her car. About two hours later, she calls me. She goes, I hate to be a pain in the ass. She goes, I thought you said there was a hanger with it. I looked down on my bench. It's sitting there, the two oh, hangers. Yeah. <laughs> I took them out and I took pictures of it. I'm like, oh, you're going to be fucking kidding me. So her husband just made one and they hung it up and it was fine. But I'm like, what a dumbass I am, you know. But, uh, yeah, it, it came out nice. It's funny. I was like, you know, I'm not going to do a video about this. It's like not... You know, Lincoln or Total Boat related. I'm not going to waste my time. Oh my God. I That's probably one of the most engagement I gotten on Instagram that thing. It, it's just unbelievable. People loved it. And I was like, it wasn't my. It came out so nice. And I didn't, I don't yeah. ever really remember seeing like a wide shot of it. Yeah. Like I only saw like your yeah. close up videos. So yeah. Yeah. it looked gorgeous. It, I mean, was, it looked it, amazing. I tell you. I never. There's no way you got paid enough for it. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't. Um, But I, I, um, it's funny because I never liked white oak, and I do uh, bow ties for somebody for they have a table shop, and I cut tons of bow ties for them, and they bring me over a ton of white oak, and it's gorgeous. The white oak they bring over, and I was like, wow, I never noticed like how nice it is. And I mean, I like it like when you see like the old arts and crafts style stuff. And I must have been, mm. I'm, I'm like, you know what? It must be just Quattison White Oak I like. You know, like all the other stuff looks like shit. It looks you know? totally different. Yeah, it does. It, it yeah. looks like Because totally my uncle put oh, Quattison totally. White it's Oak. Ray Flakes in it. Yeah. I love yeah. White Oak. It's, it's beautiful. And that's what this was. And it's funny because I had a ton of it. Not a ton of it. I had enough to make that and a couple other things in my shop. 
and I want to get rid of all the wood in my shop. So I was like, you know what, I'll just use it. But honestly, if I had to pay for that, which she paid for the cabinet, probably would have just covered the wood. But uh, mm. it came out so nice. Keeps I was that. so yeah. happy with it, you know, and um, and she loved it, you know. But it, um, it was nice. You know, I wish I did do a video of it. So another wish I did video story, you know. But uh, it came out nice. Hey, you can always delete the footage, but you yeah. can't. Yeah. You can't redo yeah. it. Yeah, I know. You know? I, know. It's, I, I just I know. the other day, I, I made, I posted on Instagram yesterday, I made like a little tool rack to hang some of my drills. And right before I, I put the plate on the torch mate, I was like, Mike. I, I was like, he, I seen you the, hanging the it. Thing? I says, he better have made that thing or I'll, I'll be pissed. Because I <laughs> thought you had bought it. Yes. And I was like, but I, I literally was about to put the plate on the table. And I was like, my camera is right here. I was like, it's not a, it's not a complicated build, and I'll make it into a YouTube video just because I'm gonna give the file away, you know, mm-hmm. like if somebody yeah. wants the file, and I it's it's like three steps: you plasma cut it, bend it on the brake, and drill four holes in it. Like it's yeah. the simplest yeah. thing, and if you don't have the tools, you're gonna people are gonna comment like, well, this is cool, but how the fuck am I supposed to make it? Easy, you know, that's hacksaw. not my problem. If you but, really want um, to get a hacksaw, yeah, well, yeah, you do it with a grinder table. and you score it and you bend it. Buy a plasma but table. anyway, like, yeah, buy a plasma table. You could cut it with a torch. But I was like, I was like, you know what? I'd rather film me making it and just make it into Instagram videos than just not film it at all. You yeah. know. So, but that's part of like we've talked about a million times. Like, if your camera's there, ready to go, batteries yeah. charged, has a memory card in it, you're more likely to use it. If it's not, mm. you're gonna be like, ah, fuck it. I don't even want to deal with it. You know. Yeah. 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 So that that was. That Paul's been thing. you've been up on the reels lately, Paul. I'm trying. I'm trying to do the Paul's reels. Been, Paul's been re-engaging with his audience. Yeah, I'm showing him my my. I like it. Dipping my car in Evapo Rust. It actually worked really good. I'm I'm happy with the uh, the purchase. Like, wow, look, I would have loved to see. Yeah. I would have loved to see you uh, put the cab in the first time and then watch the 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 swimming pool you made start to leak. And oh, like yeah. Of like, Dude, fuck, 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 what do I do? I put like yeah. three layers down and I yeah. dropped it in with the forklift, which I should have like set it up on the lift like I did eventually to drop it yeah. in. And mm-hmm. I must have sliced the plastic. And all of a sudden, like, I'm like, I see a leak and I'm like, oh shit, there goes like. Fifty dollars of apple rust on the ground, and I just like pumped it right back out quick. I put two more layers of plastic in. I like changed it because I put foam under the cab to mm-hmm. take up volume because there's like the sides of the cab go down four inches lower than the floor. Oh, so I did a little calculation, Paul Jackman style, and mm-hmm. did some some math and figured out that I would not have enough evapo rust if I didn't do that to cover yeah. the top of the floor. So I just put some foam in there and put some metal plate on top of it nice. um, to take up volume. And then um, yeah. I let it soak for two days, and the rust was like thick rust on the bottom. And yeah, you could tell it like did an unbelievable job. Yeah. That. It looks unbelievable. Yeah, it's cool. It, re- it really is great stuff. And I have, you know, 90% of it left in the barrel. Yeah. I just pumped it back in. And now all the rest of the parts, I'll just dip in the barrel, let them soak in there. Chris, yeah. I, I think I'm going to get a little fish tank heater, like you said, speed up the process. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it's cool. It makes a big, uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah, get a titanium. One. Yeah, that's awesome. Don't it was get a cool. A glass uh, one. Oh yeah, a true. Cool use of it. Yeah. 
Oh, that's see, that's a good idea. Talk again. Back to yeah, the, exactly. Because that's funny. I when I was talking to Paul the other day, I was like, titanium. oh. <laughs> well, I said to Paul, I said, you got to get one of those like heaters, like a 110 heater. And I was like, and I was trying to think of the application. Yeah. 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 I was you like, you know, like it. one of those things you stick in like a bucket of water and it works yeah, up. Yeah. He's like a fish <laughs> tank People heater. I'm heat like, up duh. Their buckets of like, water. Yeah. Derek, I'm going to get the yeah, Neptune, the Neptune systems uh, tank controller to uh, yeah, monitor yeah. the temperature well, of my I'm, vapor I'm rust. So stupid. I needed a small pump for a, um, like a garden thing to pump water through. Yeah. And I'm calling all these places. I finally find one. I order it. It's a freaking fish tank pump. Of course. Like, I have five of them oh, down of my basement. Oh, I'm my God. One. Yep. I'm like, what a dumbass. It's so stupid. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, you know? Did oh, I um, funny. tell you guys about the, I went to a comedy show. You know, there's that like comedy club in West Palm. No. Um, it was, it, Tim Dillon was the last. Oh, no, Tim Dillon. So I, we went to one down there, yeah. um, like my whole family. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And then the comedian decided to, you know, make a joke about my mother. And so. Okay. Nice. Oh, I go up there and slap him. Well, I went up and slapped him right in the face. Will, Will Smith style. I slapped him Will Smith style. <laughs> and then I sat back down. I said, keep my mother's name out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, was that the craziest shit you've ever seen? Dude, that's so crazy. I can't that's stop it. watching it. You know what's funny? is like My brother's convinced that it's all so, bullshit, that it's yeah, all so many people. What is he, a flat so earther? Yeah. yeah. No, but it's funny because like the next morning – so many people had said that. I'm like, I never even thought of that. Like, I never even thought, like, was it fake? But it's like, like, who cares, first off? But it's like, people, like, are pissed about it. They're like, Will Smith is a fucking asshole, blah, blah, blah. Then some people are like, oh, that's so good for him to defend his wife. That's, and see, it's those like, people are it's like, mentally ill. It's, it's like people are nuts on both sides, though. It's like, I, I don't know. I thought it was insane and it was like i i was it was insane to watch like it was crazy but the people i i don't know i mean i mean i knew he was gonna slap him because i don't watch that stuff and obviously it was all over the place dude but like i would have yeah. thought he was just because everybody's like oh why didn't chris rock like protect himself i would have thought he He's was hosting just the oscars to, to, to mess with them you know like just to yeah like, like a joke yeah. with them not like, yeah kind of like, like give him yeah yeah, give yeah him. like fake or not he's gonna slap him i mean I don't know. I first when I th- saw the slap, I thought it was like a bit. Like I thought yeah. it was rehearsed. Yeah. And then when you hear the Australian version with the swearing, like like yeah. not cut out, and you're like, yeah. "Holy shit, this yeah, is you serious." Can tell it's real. Like his voice is cracking and stuff. It's, like when he's like, you know, like yeah. And apparently and there's more. Apparently there's like another like like right after it too when the, everything cut out, like. There's like Denzel Washington like goes and stands in between them and they actually like talk about it while Chris Rock's kind of still on the stage and he's like talking yeah. to Will Smith and then like Bradley Cooper because like there's photos of that and at that point every feed had like turned off. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it, that's a crazy thing. It's, to listen, do. I, I saw an article that Chris Rock's like never sold more tickets to a comedy show. It's than, great like, for Chris week, Rock. Like, have you guys yeah. seen that article that his tour? Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be it's honest. good for so, both of them. Honestly, I, grew, I don't think I, it's, it's good, good for Will. Smith. Smith. It's not good for Will Smith. I, I grew, he looks I grew like an asshole. 
I grew up in the city, right? And I played hockey growing up. And we were probably like 16, 17 years old. And we were going out onto the ice. And this kid made a joke about this another kid's mother, right? And the kid open-handed, like, hit him like that, right? We go on the ice. This kid played defense. Everybody's like, where's Paul? Paul was out cold in the locker room. Oh, Nobody shit. Knew. He knocked the kid out cold. He probably right? hit we his head he when he hit him. the ground. Oh. Dude, we thought we killed the kid, right? And the kid was just like, don't ever fucking talk about my mother. And people, like... Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, people say it's uncalled for, but I I personally could care less. But I just know people that, like, if you offended them... But I don't know his wife. I mean, no, we none of us do. But I guess she's, like, a floozy or whatever. But I just think, like, when you talk about it, some people take that shit weird. Here's, here's like, why that's not what happened. Because <laughs> at why? first... Because, yeah. first of all, they're like lunatics like scientologists weirdos and he laughed at the joke if you watch the tape chris rock says it and and then he cuts cuts to will smith laughing she rolls her eyes a couple seconds go by you don't see him and then you see him walk on the stage here the first thing that bothers me is that she i know she has like alopecia or whatever yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. For her to think that Chris Rock and, like, everyone in the world is up to date on her, like, medical conditions yeah. is, like, so insane. Like, we all know. But I'm vocal about shit. Like, no, not everyone knows what I'm vocal. Like, no, who but cares? She's, no, but she's very public about that. But yeah, but maybe Chris is, Rock see, didn't funny. see it. I, I didn't, I, but see, like, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, how could she expect sure. Chris Rock to know? He probably, he probably didn't even know. It's like there's so but, much shit going uh, on. We're I mean, all worried about Jada Smith. Yeah, and my then, thing, which you can't speak of, is Chris has been married probably long enough to know. I've laughed at a lot of things in life that I've looked at my wife and realized afterwards it wasn't okay to laugh at. And I can see that mm-hmm. happening where he laughs about it, and she looks at him and be like, "Oh yeah, motherfucker," and he's like, "Oh man, I gotta go home with her." That it that wasn't funny, you know? Like, like I can I can see that playing out that way. I I I. I you mean, can see that reaction playing out. I could see her getting mad, dude. I we're. Where I grew well, up, people kill people that, like, over shit like that. No, I know, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about <laughs> Will Smith, who's yeah. you know who won an Oscar that night. Yeah. These are the that's the, the best part. Yeah. I mean, he's these, a these, guy. these aren't like he's a regular sh- guy. He got pissed. He's off. not though because he's been famous for 30 years, and he's and they're like you know the, some of the most famous people in the world. It's like dude to to do, you, do, do you that. Watch the Fresh Prince of Bel is insane. You're like mental to do that. Did you ever watch no. Prince of Bel Air? Well, that's why he got sent to his aunt and uncle's house. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he was nah, a bad, yeah, he was the, a bad egg. That's what everyone yeah. the joke is people yeah, making. I mean, so I mean, it all started there. But I mean, yeah. honestly, I think it's wrong what he did a hundred percent. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, in the city, people kill people over a pair of sneakers. Like somebody mm-hmm. making fun of somebody's wife. I could see them getting pissed about it, but yeah. I mean, I look. I think it's a way overreaction. I mean, if anything, you like kind of have to be like, dude, that's not fucking funny. You know, that's my wife or whatever. And you make them apologize or whatever, something like that. You don't go up there and slap them. I it mean, was just I, embarrassing. And it's kind of crazy where it's so far away too. Like if they were three feet from each other and he did yeah, it, yeah, like sitting I at the same table a, where you like, like check like, a little like, bit, like kind of like a reaction. Yeah. But yeah. to walk that far. 
That's fucking the weird part. On the Oscars. It's live at the Oscars. It's not like two guys at at a barbecue and then someone makes a bad joke about someone's wife. It's like that's what he's there to do. He made fun of it. Like, yeah. It was just wild. Like, yeah. I don't I still, know. I still, I'll, still no, I'll still never watch the Oscars again. They I didn't even watch it. I just saw yeah. it online. No, I'm no, like, I, I wish I, know, I did. But, pe- but people are like, oh, this is great for the Oscars. It's good. Brings people into it. It's like, who cares? No. You just watch it on the news. It's like a football game. You just watch. The What's highlights. so insane to me was like the next day I went on like the New York Post app and the first like 17 things. Had to do with that. What oh, happened yeah. before? What happened yeah, after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the 18th thing was, like, you know, like... Ukraine. Something about Ukraine. And it's like, that's killed. how... Oh, yeah. We yeah. don't After the a, Kardashians. We don't, exactly. We don't give a shit. You know, it's like, the new iPhone's delayed. Chris Rock this. And then, like, Ukraine, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And what else have you guys been watching other than Chris Rock getting slapped? Uh, I went to a that's festival pretty much event, it. too, and that was fun. Oh yeah, I got to do, do a that shout out to the new with festival with my friend tools. KJ Sawdust, Keith Johnson. We, I nice. put on my Instagram. It was like being in, invited to Thanksgiving and sitting at the adults table. You wow. know, it was like it was like the real woodworkers were there. But um, yeah, but there's yeah, uh, somebody that was, that was there that I got to ask you about afterwards. Oh boy, after oh boy, shit talk. That's right. A little shit talk coming up. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. But um, yeah, no, that was fun. That was fun. That's cool. But um, what are you, you know, no, I've been watching. You know who I'm gonna recommend? Oh yeah, I, I'm probably to gonna butcher his last name, but it's spelt. I'm just gonna give you his Instagram. It's a Craftsman's Legacy, mm-hmm. and his name's Eric, and his last name is I think it's go- like not gorgeous like a girl, like gorgeous like a gorgeous like a. Like yeah, I've seen his. He did a thing with. Dude, uh, he's done a couple good videos. Dude, that guy is a fucking legit badass. If you if somebody makes fun of your wife, right, and you need somebody to open hand slap somebody, <laughs> you have Eric do it. This guy, he is probably six. He towers over me. He was at workbench. Oh, I yeah, know. He's a, a giant. Peaceful. I met him in Atlanta. Dude, he is a freaking giant. He shook my hand. I I'm, I got to go get a cast tomorrow. I think he shattered every bone in my hand, right? But you want to talk about an interesting guy. And it's funny because I remember, um, you know, years ago, I, Chris, you might remember, Paul, you definitely won't, but like on Discovery, they had like a lot of motorcycle shows. Where they Dude, I, I grew up on those shows. No, this is before your time, believe me. Maybe you've seen the reruns. You might have seen uh, uh, the reruns. What, what shows? I, I don't remember the, the names, but one of them, <laughs> One of them, like Biker Built Off. That oh, was yeah, like I used to watch one. that. So he has a motorcycle shop called Voodoo Choppers, right? Mm. And I believe that was on one of them. I don't know if I read about him in a magazine. I used to read a lot of motorcycle magazines. But, dude, this guy is so interesting. I could talk to him all day. He just was such a cool guy. And um, just so he has a couple Instagrams, but the Craftsman's Legacy he travels. He does what I always say. I wanted to do with Jimmy. He just travels the country. It was doing for PBS, and they visit like like makers, like old school, like you know. Yeah, he this did guy one with Zach uh, Herberhold. Yeah, yeah, and he just it, it it just he's just like knows all these people, 
all these different disciplines. He does a lot of metal work, metal shaping and stuff like that. I'm trying to convince him to go up to um, Maker Camp and yeah. um, and do some stuff up there. He'd just be such like he's just such a cool guy to talk to. But uh, but that's uh, who that's who my new friend. I just is put him in there. Yeah, I've watched a couple of his episodes of like the show because it's like it's yeah. presented like a TV show, but on yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's a really really good guy. Really good guy. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. That's my thing. Talk I'm going to shamelessly plug uh, Anthony Panza's video of us building the ATV because he's just such a good fucking editor. Like, the edit yeah. just came out so good. And uh, I, I always, like, love the way he's able to cut up, like, the build footage to keep it, like, super entertaining. Um, far more entertaining yeah. than my own videos building the same shit. So that's that's my uh, shameless plug. Go f- Shout out to Anthony Panza with his 800,000. He just hit 800,000 on uh, YouTube. Wow, Paul! Paul, if you don't have one, pick Jason from Fireball Tools with his Jack video. Oh yeah, Did oh, I, 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 I didn't. So good. I saw a picture of it. I didn't. I didn't see it. I'm, I was watching him build oh. that, and I'm like, "How the fuck is he gonna do this? There's no way he's gonna incorporate all those <laughs> jacks." Dude, it's it. incredible. It's now I gotta watch it. Incredible. He's such a, a million views in three days. Oh, does wow. it really? I watched it when yeah. it first came out, and I was just like, yep. "This thing's gonna get some traction." That's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's so it's so he, good. I, I don't know. Is he selling them? Like I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, I I'm thinking because if he isn't, he should be. Building, like that's what I'm saying. I, I think everything he's building now, he's like that's on the table to be sold. Like I just yeah. think. Oh, he you know. he gave um, he gave plans. Do you have to oh, buy the plans? I hope he's selling the plans. Yeah. Yeah. Ten dollars for the DXF plan. And twenty five dollars for the DXF and the PDF. Yeah, that's good. He's probably sold. I mean, dude. First of all, he could sell. He he could make these plants one dollar. I don't know that there is any other person that's going to spend the time to build it because Paul, when you watch it, it is very complex. Yeah, you could have all the parts uh, laser cut by send cut send, but the fabricating of it is like not. It's this ain't like a bolt together kit. You need like a press break and a million other different things. But yeah. I mean, Jesus, it's so well designed. He's the it's best. It's so cool how he like Jason laid it out, best. and he's just like, "I want this. This does this really cool." And it just it, it was amazing. He's the best. I gotta watch Jason it. Is the best. Yeah, yeah, it's very well, interesting. I, I have to go meet the cesspool guys. So we have to cut this episode a little bit short. Next Give week, stay tuned story. to find out. Find out. Stay tuned to find out if I get sucked into a collapsing cesspool on Long Island. You know, maybe uh, that'll be what finally does me in. I make everything. Bring, bring your life so, uh, jacket. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Bring your life and jacket. And this episode's coming out on Wednesday, March 30th. There is still time to get yourself in to the Cliff uh, Dufton and John Ariani hammer-making class at the Blackthorn Resort at the Catskill Mountain Maker Camp. Ooh, hammer-making dude. weekend, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. You can you still can get hammered. sign up. There's still time. Yeah. Tell your wife that you're spending the money on stuff for the house and then yeah, tell her you that you're hammer. going out on Friday morning to pick it up and drive upstate to upstate New York and come back on Sunday with a really nice hammer. She'll probably <laughs> forgive you or she won't. Good luck with that. Sign <laughs> us off, Derek. Out. Thank you.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.